Welcome to the Overreact Podcast. In a society that puts women in a box. Let's overreact. Let's overreact. It's your girl, Monica Mohoya. It's your girl, Angela Wamboy. And it's your girl, Lash Angela. Welcome back. If you're here for the first time, do subscribe to the Overreact podcast via Sister Speaks Global, either on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcast, or even tune in via um, SoundCloud on Capital FM Kenya. Thank you for overreacting with us. Feel free to suss up the vibe, look around you, embrace yourself for an interesting season of rich conversation tackling women in leadership women taking bold steps and imparting change while breaking the glass ceiling and turning into a floor and stamping on them with those high heels yes girl <laughs> <laughs> a quote that we love by wangari madai sums it up because i was a woman i was vulnerable it was easy to vilify me and project me as a woman was not following the tradition of a good african woman look oh at us now god uh, i'm done being the good small girl you know humbling herself because right now we are making audacious choices and becoming leaders in whatever space we choose so that's all about this season so be ready for a more impactful empowering women leaders who will share their experiences and we're engaging with women from diverse fields redefining leadership and we want you our listeners to be inspired by africa rich history of women who played crucial roles and serving as commanders of pre-colonial militaries like our very own Mekati Lili and uh, Queen Nefertiti Wangoa Makeri and because we are living their dreams because they are our ancestors. Girls, are you ready? Yeah, so just, you know, to share a few facts and figures, African women are increasingly represented in public leadership roles across a range of organizations, which include the UN, AU World Trade, among many other global spaces. They occupy about 24% of parliamentary seats, significantly close to the global average. But unfortunately, only Southern Africa and East Africa largely account for Africa's highest rates of women representation, boasting of 31% of women parliamentary parliamentary representation, respectively. There's more to be done. So let's hear from our amazing guests, the one and only Madam President, Mary. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. My name is Mary Mutula. I'm Miss President, Machakos County. I'm also a facilitator under the Peace Building and Youth Leadership Innovation Entrepreneurship Mentoring Program. Under the Strategic Initiatives, Executive Office of the President is Excellency Uhuru Mugai Kenyatta. I'm also the founder of Tuboreshe Pamoja CBO. I'm the Executive Director Youth for Sustainable Development Machakos Chapter. I'm also the Acting Chairperson Machakos University Alumni Association. Uh, I'm also representing my organization YSD in the Technical Working Group on Ending Teenage Pregnancies, which is actually chaired by the County Commissioner in Machakos County. I'm also a, a Director in Adira Baiga Social Enterprise. And then again, I also sit in the County Budget and Economic Forum Board in the Machakos County Government. Girl! Catch your breath! Girl! <laughs> Congratulations on all that you are achieving and you're continuously achieving. Where would you say your leadership journey began? Because it's a lot and I love it. (laughs) I'm here for it all. (laughs) 
I would say my leadership journey began from primary school through secondary school over where it started getting a significant involvement of my community was through volunteerism in Machakos County. Actually started as a community volunteer where we advocated to have young people getting represented in government and their issues addressed by the county governments. So through that, that's where we now started the Youth for Sustainable Development. And then you never know until you know. Tell us an interesting <laughs> fact about you while we, while we got you going. One thing that I advocate for is kindness. We need leaders that are empathetic. We need leaders who can relate with the community because that way we can be able to understand what people want. In my position, I'm going to understand what young people want and what women want. And I'm not going to be deciding for them, but they're going to be the experts. So kindness all the way. Amazing. It's such an important thing that you've talked about. Leaders need to be empathetic. They need to let people they are steering to take charge or to be in charge of their own lives and futures. And I think one thing that stood out when we met Mary was that you're one of the contestants and Miss President, a very interesting, entertaining program that seeks to enhance women participation in political leadership and decision-making in Kenya, and at the same time, altering Kenya's attitude towards you know women who can be leaders in their communities and the nation at large. So in your journey of becoming Miss President, how has this program transformed you? journey uh, so far and impacted your community, especially building the capacity of women and women and, and youth who are underserved. Yeah. Thank you for the question. I would say Miss President is something that I wrote in my vision board and I am happy that I got selected in the pool of 750 women in Kenya to make up to the academy. Can That's I just ask a question? Yes, when did please. you write it in your vision board? I wrote it in my visual board last year. Okay. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Actually, season two. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it was really a dream come true. And the academy, we are trained on everything a president needs to do when it comes to communication, security matters, economic policies, international relations. And this has actually helped me a lot because, first of all, I've networked with other incredible women from different counties and I've learned different strategies to use. And the academy has actually taught me that it's not about me. It's about what is that one thing that you can do to change your own household, but then it can also be done in the 47 counties to change the country for sustainable development. So that is the the academy is everything I think Kenya needs right now. Kenyan women. Kenyan women, (laughs) actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So one thing that's really highlighted in your journey is that you've worked in a space where you champion for adolescents and also um, their access to sexual reproductive health information. And as a result of this, you got a nomination as a youth representative from a Chacos County Technical Working Group on Ending Teenage Pregnancies. So one question I do have is, you know, we've seen a surge in teenage pregnancies across the board. We see it on the news all the time. How are you using your role to mitigate those shocking numbers? You know, Kenya being top three in global teen pregnancy index, how are you informing policies and ensuring that there's public participation when it comes to reducing teenage pregnancies? Thank you. Unfortunately, currently we have over 1 million girls missing school Uh. every month because of period poverty. 
and I'm taking this initiative to partner with like-minded stakeholders that is in the private sector, in the public sector, and also individuals so that we can advocate to have, for example, you can imagine just a challenge. Just imagine if Kenya, we had sexual reproductive health and rights dashboard where we knew, for example, when it comes to pads, which county needs what amount of pads to keep a girl in school. For example, do we even have pads that an intersex person can use? Do we have that? Mm. When you're talking about menstrual products, do we think about weather? For example, what a young girl would need in Mandera could be different from what a young girl needs in Lemuru. So that is one thing that I'm really advocating at my space because like in Machakos, the latest statistics show that 3,962,000 3, teenage pregnancies. So what you're doing in Machakos County is bringing different stakeholders, especially the NGO sector, so that we can have deliberate discussions, of course, with government in, in the discussion on how we can improve livelihoods. Because I believe when we tackle poverty at household level, we will not have a mother sacrificing the little money she has for food instead of getting the girl pads. How that can impact uh, our society is... Um, when a young girl chooses to have transactional sex and they go talk to somebody and then like, I'll have sex with you, but I'll get pads for you. That brings a problem of poverty because look at this young girl. Maybe a school is going to cut off. How is she going to educate her child? Is that child going to get hold uh, the needs they need? So it will be a chain of poverty and it will have a bigger impact in a country which is actually in the developing stage. So I'm advocating and partnering with stakeholders to bring an end or eradicate rather. Yeah. yeah, I mean, those are things that we definitely deal with through our Heels for Pads Foundation where we support awesome. girls with menstrual products and, you know, educate them. Um, you know, we have an inter, the intersex education from menstrual health to uh, sexual reproductive health. So it's something that is close to all of our hearts. Awesome. And also as women and girls sitting here, having not having had to go through that where we've yeah. had to stop our education um, for whatever reason or find ourselves in opportunities or situations where we have having to trade sexual favors in order to get money to do something that yeah. happens monthly. So with programs such as Miss President, it brings, it highlights the caliber of women that exist within Kenya. So we've seen someone like Betty Adera, who was the Nairobi County contest and is now president of Kanu Political Party Women Congress. We saw Nadia Abdallah, who was appointed as CAS in the Ministry of ICT and Youth. We've seen a member of the One Kenya, oh sorry, and uh, we've also seen a patron of the Young Women's Forum in the Africa by Kenya Youth Trust. That's the same person as Betty Adera. Lynette Mavu, who's a Taita Taveta contestant, has been appointed by the president of the Intergovernmental Relations Technical Committee. You've said you wrote this in your vision board. And obviously you wrote it because you want to be on the show. You also want to win. These are people who've been elected in political positions. What's your bigger vision? So you wanted to be in the show. Tick. What is the bigger picture? Like, what are you seeking to achieve, who are we going to know you as after the show is over? Oh, wow. That's amazing. Amazing question and a big challenge as well. I'm looking forward 
to in the next election of course because it's late to vie for a position that will address the gaps that we're facing in the society especially when it comes to women empowerment and have them addressed for example from the political parties because that is where decisions are made and if in manifestos uh, some issues are not put there they will never be accepted in parliament so i'm looking forward to be in an elective position if not uh, by then if i'm not going to be appointed and work with the then president and the government thank you i love it i wish you all the best thank you yes. so much wow amazing and it's so inspiring to know some of these programs have brought the potential of so uh, many women we are big fans of nadia abdala one of the contestants from mombasa county she is the now the cas or the cabinet administrative secretary of minister of ict she's very big on women empowerment she is also very big on mentorship so we you know we give you flowers and we wish you all the best as you, you start your your journey and we hope you're not going to forget us when you rise we rise together no <laughs> we we rise by lifting others exactly. so let's take the journey together amazing yeah. uh so i read somewhere that most of african women we are overmented so there are many programs from say for example from international organization that are only doing mentorship as important as the, as these skills are what do you think is financial capacity also important for us to be able to carry on the work that we need for example we always say we struggle with funding and yeah. it's by the grace of god that we have impacted of had uh, so much impact uh, for the last 3 years we've been doing hills for parts and sister speaks so let's talk about why it's important for also financial incentives as equally important as the skills you know you're gaining from his president i know there's a prize but only for the winner right yeah. so do you think what's your word to these organizations that are doing these leadership programs and you know gender neutral leadership training often looks at the fact men and women have different uh, leadership styles because they are based in different thought processes uh, women are more community focused do you agree programs with skills and money can even realize more bigger change uh, if that was the case i agree with you apart from the mentorship that has been done is i time to also have funding in it even though it's like a, a revolving fund so that we can have more women benefit because honestly you can mentor somebody but then you, if you really a true mentor you need to walk with them through the journey through the struggles because sometimes you'll find that you can get trained which is very important however if you lack the finances it can be a challenge so i would urge all facilities that can support women or who are already supporting women to also look at the aspect of financing it's very important and basically you can do you cannot do much without finances in it mm-hmm. yeah so another question for you is uh do you think if we only focus on women in political leadership it will give an incomplete picture of african women's leadership on the continent as a whole for example we have uh, had women leaders such as wangari madai fighting for climate change others such as juline lusenge who has been a leading activist in the drc fighting for victims of gender based violence another example is tela nyanzi who's a ugandan human rights activist 
activist, a feminist, a queer rights advocate, and a scholar of sexuality and family planning. And you know who to date is one of the most powerful women in Uganda. Should we endeavor to advance leaders for women across the board, or you think we should just focus on women in politics? Good question. I think we need to do both. That is uh, in political aspect and in corporate. Like, for example, if you look at uh, Miss President, we have very few women who are vying for political positions this year. Mm-hmm. Most of them are in the corporate world. And the fact that we should always focus on is what development are these women going to bring to the community? Mm-hmm. So we should just do both of them. It's very important. I like that. What is the one thing you can say if someone said to you, I want to. I want to apply for Miss President. Um, sell it to us. Why should they apply? Miss President is what every woman is in leadership needs. Miss President gives you a network that will actually sustain you for the rest of your life. And then it also broadens your thinking. Mm-hmm. You, do, you know, sometimes when you work like in one community, you only think around that county. But the moment now you meet other diverse women that are doing diverse things and organizations that are actually doing different things in the community, it opens your mind. You get to know how the country is run. You get to understand how to solve problems for the grassroots people in your community. And then, of course, you get an opportunity like this. Maybe if I was not a Miss President, I could never get media coverage. I could not meet incredible women like you. So there's a reason why every woman needs to apply, not only Miss President, but in any and every leadership academy. Absolutely. Thank you. Before we wrap it up, we're giving you, imagine we've given you a billboard Mm -hmm. and in this billboard, we want you to write a piece of advice that you would give to any young lady that aspires to follow in your footsteps or aspires to get into leadership positions. What advice would you give them? I would say <laughs> your dreams are valid. Wow. Jitume. Why I would say that? Yeah. Exactly. It's because you cannot just sit home and hope that opportunities are going to come to you. You need to believe in yourself and you need to take the first step. And the time we're going to be done with the first step will be 10 miles away. Wow. Mm. For anyone who didn't understand Jitume, because I think it's pretty much a slang thing. Uh, break it down. Break it down for someone jitume. who doesn't understand Jitume. It's just a Swahili word. <laughs> like Jitume. You just need to put yourself out there. You need to believe in yourself. You need to look for opportunities that exist. That's where you're going to meet other people that are going to be your destiny connectors. Amazing. Um, I, I know the Miss President program, you g- kind of get a stint where we meet with either first uh, first ladies from the counties or women rep. Do you think women in these offices have actually brought about the change that is much needed for our girls and women? I would say they have in their own capacity. However, women face a lot of challenges in our community. And sometimes women rep have to work like three times other than the men to be recognized in what they are doing. However, with support from the gentlemen in our communities, they can achieve so much. However, I feel it will be very important for any project that is done in the community to have a public participation aspect in it. For example, when you're working with girls, we need to see them as experts. We don't want to impose things on them because they may not work. We need to ask them, what are your views? What do you think we need to do so that we can solve this problem? Yeah, listening to them first. Wow. Before we get ready to wrap up, this question is for you, Mary. Just with all your accolades and everything in your amazing journey thus far, I'm so curious to know, um, who is your role model? 
Do wow. you have one? <laughs> yes, I do. And one is Kenyan. I would say Mother Karua. That woman is incredible. That lady has gone through so much and she has never dimmed the light. She's out there. And for the first time in Kenya, I'm proud to be a woman. And I believe that any woman can be anything they want to be. And that is what mothers just told us. Asmiyo, haro! Haro! I love it. I like that. I like that. And it makes sense because you are, you're in a competition for Miss President and she's, you know, vying to be the deputy. So it makes a lot of sense too. And in our our very first show for this season, we talked about how it's really important sometimes out of the role models you choose um, to pick someone that kind of reflects where you're going or maybe even looks like you you know like you know how now tv is now including cartoon characters that are black characters or asian characters because those are the people that make you think if she can do it i can do it then i can do it and there would be nothing that limits me apart from me it's true yeah Yeah, so that's really really important and i like that and i I, once again, as we said before, we wish you all the best. We can't wait. When does the uh, where does the show air? When you know when will it wrap up? You know, tell us a little bit more so that and how can people reach and connect with you? Awesome. The show is aired on KTN KTN News from uh, eight to nine pm every Thursday. So today it will be live, and you can reach me through my Facebook, uh, Mary Mutula on Facebook, on LinkedIn, Mary Mutula. I have a page, Mary Mutula. Let's connect. Everywhere. I have a question for you because they ask a question. Uh, what do you feel about, you know, in the mainstream media they are always talking about the first woman, the first this, the first, the first, the first woman in tech, the first woman MD, the first woman in board. What's your take on that? Is it not time for us to start normalizing it? What's your take on that? The first woman, the first thing. We are in 2022. Yeah, it's May 2022. And I would say we're just trying to appreciate the journeys that women have taken. However, we need to make it, we need to normalize it and have intentional talks around it. We need everybody in the country to realize that a woman can do anything a man can do. We just need to give them the same space and just let them fly because the sky is for everyone. And it would be nice if we just made it normal, for example, for men to support women so that we don't start saying the first, these ladies in STEM, and then everybody looks like her, you know. Mm. We should just normalize it. Like a girl is a human being just like a man. Absolutely. And the sky is all ours. I love it. Um, in the words of Michelle Obama, no country can ever truly flourish if it stifles the potential of its women and deprives itself of the contributions of half of its citizens. And it really resonates and you know reflects what it is that you're saying. We want to thank you so much for being yeah. our guest thank in the you. season two and sharing your story. And we're definitely going to be on the lookout for Mary Mutilla awesome. um, and Godwin, Miss President. Awesome. Awesome. Um, thank, you. thank you for all who've been listening. You have been tuning in to the Overreact podcast. Keep it here for more. Interact and engage with us and follow us at Sister Speaks 254 on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. 
Make sure that you tune in each and every Monday, 10.30 p.m. East African time right here on Capital FM. And also subscribe to our podcast platforms on SoundCloud, on the Capital FM Kenya page, and also follow us on the Sister Speaks global podcast platforms on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Anchor. And you've been listening to the Overreact podcast. Uh, this season, we are shining light on women in leadership, and it's about time we stop looking. Uh, you know, the way leadership was sold to us was very masculine. It's about time we redefine leadership and looking at women as, you know, human beings with potential and with space to maximize their potential. It's your host, Monica Mohoya, and as she said, Jitume.